take two. Apparently Facebook gets a wee bit antsy when you're a wee bit behind time and they delete your broadcast. So we're on take two. So today we're going to be talking about nowhere to go. You found a buyer, but you can't find a home. And what do you do now? One of the biggest concerns for anyone in looking to sell their home is being able to find and, and buy um, to find another one to actually buy in the process. Although the issues can get a lot of press right now, it's been at the front of people's mind considering with moving to the point it actually paralyzes some people. So today's show is all about this. On today's show, we have estate agent Perry McIntosh, we have Alicia Hayes, and we have Jimmy Mullen. Morning, guys. How are you all? Morning. Good to be here. Yeah, and uh, James says, welcome back. Welcome back, James. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Were you having withdrawals, James, thinking we'd left you for the day? <laughs> and and this is what it's all about, you know, talking about nowhere to go. This is a lot. This is a big, big concern for people right now, isn't it, Perry? It's a big concern. And actually, I can relate to it, to be quite honest with you. Um, and what you said earlier on about paralysis can come into play. Um, and you it is difficult to stay calm. You can panic a little bit and you think, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. And we hear it quite often, Alicia and I, on the incomings that come to us. Um, but I did it, as everybody knows. And I, I took the jump and leap of faith and uh, it worked out for us. And you do need to stay calm. And it is difficult. You go, should we accept this offer? What do we do if we have nowhere to go? Um, but it's about keeping control of it yourself and actually finding an agent that will work to your timelines as well. And you're never going to be homeless, <laughs> but it's accepting yeah, what, that in your what's mind. What's your thoughts on this, Alicia? Oh, well, I too found myself in a position of having an offer on my house and didn't have a house to go to. Um, and actually, if you look at it positively, it can be a real advantage. It puts you in an exceptionally strong position as a buyer because you're, the cash is in the bank and you're ready to go. You know exactly the budget you have to work with. There's a whole host of real positive aspects to it, providing you just keep calm and look at it objectively. Yeah, Jimmy, your thoughts on this initially? Got reaction, what are you experiencing with people and thinking about it like right now? Um, I would say that is the most uh, common concern I have when I'm meeting people right now is um, I have nothing, I have nothing to buy. Um, yeah. A lot of people are saying, what I don't want to do is put my house on the market. I want to upgrade or get something that I, I love. And they're only seeing stuff that could possibly make them go on a backwards step. So um, obviously you've got to, you've got to be in the right mindset in this current market. Because the thing, the market is still booming. Things still moving quick. So it's all quick. So it's all about your mindset yeah. and being transparent with people. Um, and we all know about the properties that we've got on the market and so we've had six months date of entries eight months and even 12 months date of entries yeah. but as long as you're transparent and honest with people it will work um and i think that's what people really respect especially when you're dealing with people's biggest assets okay so let me make it clear to anybody watching right now there will never be a case that you will have nowhere to go that is literally guaranteed with the way we do things and the way we operate that is every single time you will have somewhere to go and it will be your choice. That's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you been thinking about selling your home? This is really to the audience here. Have you been thinking about selling your home? The idea that you won't have somewhere to go could mean you've been putting your moving plans on ice in the process. And if you've already found a buyer, but you're having little or no luck finding the place to buy, you might be wondering if your move will actually fall apart in the process. Um, that is literally impossible the way we do business. Now, the good news is 
uh, that all is very far from lost in that process. And there are more options than you actually think. And this is why we're on the show to discuss this, because there is genuinely people out there. It is a major concern just now because there's so much restriction of uh, properties on the market. I'm actually going to check live in a minute while you guys are probably talking. I'll do that in the background and just see how many properties right across Fife are actually up for sale at this point in time. It is the restriction of supply. But please, I have to say, you sit there and say, I'm not putting my house on the market until until I find the right house I've got. The person that's got the right house that you've got is sitting thinking, I'm not putting my house on the market till I find the right house I've got. So unless somebody breaks silence, so to speak, nothing's ever going to happen. This yeah. is why we're here. This is where our added value is at in order to help facilitate that process and be a catalyst to make that happen for you. So this is what today's um, show is all about and podcast itself. So if you don't have a chance to listen to the show all through the way, you can still catch up on the podcast on the link in here as well. We will put that on later on. Uh, and you could also watch it during the week and you could read the article. I'll be honest, reading articles only four minutes of your time. It'll give you some great pointers, but this is a chance if you've got concerns to ask questions live of the people with boots on the ground, making it happen, delivering dreams for everyone out there. It's looking to move and looking to buy as a result. First one has got to be keep your cool. I need to work on that, don't I? <laughs> Are we talking about houses now? Because <laughs> <laughs> I get a wee bit excited every single time. Um, I mean, I mean, the reality is you might you might feel that staying calm is easier said than done, particularly if you're worried about e ending up homeless or not moving at all. I mean, is this a common concern, Perry? You know, keeping your cool. What should people be doing to put their mind at rest in this process? I think what they need to realise is that actually they are still in control um, and they need to stay calm about that. Um, and also to appreciate that actually them taking the first step is the right order of things. Um, and certainly what we're finding is that if they're not in the situation, the seller, to proceed or the buyer to proceed, then actually they'll never find that home that they want for the reasons yeah. that you explained before, because everyone's got the same mindset. So I think it is difficult to stay calm, but I think they do need to stay calm, realise that they're doing everything in the right order. Um, and actually it's putting them in the strongest position with the estate agent because the estate agents are being challenged at the moment to get the buyer that's good to go. Um, and I think by being in that position, it does allow you to be able to do that. And it allows you to kind of stack the deck. And as long as the estate agent that you're working with understands your timelines and what your journey is, then we can map to that journey. And buyers are understandable of that because buyers at the moment are struggling to find properties. So actually when they see the one that they want, they're actually quite prepared to wait. Do you think this all comes back to fear? And, and I talked about it last night, false expectations appearing real. There's only one yeah. thing can happen, but we go through numerous things in our mind and multiple things that could go wrong in the process. Do you think that's what's happening? It is. It is a bit of fear. And people do say that, to, oh, but I'm frightened I'm going to be homeless, is a statement that Alicia and I hear quite frequently. And, and it's trying to overcome that and combat that. But sometimes yeah. that's difficult in a 10 minute conversation on the telephone, which is why I think it's great if you can get an agent out who understands that and can go through it and talk the process with you and how that managing that process would work. Um, would alleviate some of that fear and allow you to stay calm and in control. Alicia, I saw you nodding your head when I said that. You know, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think it's really important for people to remember that you are not alone. So you maybe have sold your house, but actually 
every estate agent is in the land is right there behind you. We have your back. We want to find you the right house to go into. So uh, my advice would be really just to call your estate agents and give them as much information as possible about your financial situation, about the house that you're looking at, at about your work commitments, so that we can use that information to guide you towards the right home. Yeah, Jimmy, your thoughts on this as well, but keeping cool. Yeah, um, I think what Alicia said there is really good. We're, when when you instruct an agent to to sell your to sell your property and help you find your next one, that's you becoming like a like a team, like a family. Um, so if you're holding stuff back in rounding time frame and stuff like that, then it's not all going to fall into place. So um, I think she's hit the nail on the head there, and I think it's about waiting. Um, for the right one to, to come up. As long as you're transparent transparent with the person buying your property, then the timeframes should work. We have a client that we sold for in St. Andrews. Luckily, she had a second property in, in Crail that she, she moved into, but yeah. she calls me every other week about a property in St. Andrews that she's looking at. And I ask her the same question all the time. Is that better than what you sold with us last, last year or 18 months ago? She says no. And I said, well, but that answers your question. Why well, you're going to have to pay top top dollar for it? She tells me what she wants to offer, and I'm like, "Well, you're going backwards there. You're just buying it because you want to get back in St Andrews, just yeah. to stay patient." Uh, it's patience more than anything, isn't it? I mean, look at it this way: how many people have actually cancelled their move because the suitable home they've got actually falls through? I I, I can't think of any. No. I can't think. Of, I can't literally think of any in the whole time that I've actually been. As in a stage, and that's a long time. Yeah. So when you think about the logic of that, that's it's literally when I say it's almost impossible, it literally is almost impossible in that process. So and, and so for the people out there, instead of seeing the negative situation, remind yourself that you've done everything in the right in the right order to become uh, on top of every every estate agent's list of serious buyers and potential when a potential property comes up for sale. So my recommendation would be make sure you register with every single estate agent and, and make sure you talk to every single estate agent in order to make sure that you're in a process, they, they understand your needs. I'll be honest, and, and I'm going to have a wee gripe about this. I sent three offers in through Rightmove maybe a week ago with, um, with three different estate agents. Do you know none of them have actually contacted me back and said a thing about it? Wow. None of them have actually contacted me. None of them have said anything. And I actually give three concrete offers with estate agents in Fife. And I'm not going to name them, but you know who you are. And not one person has actually come back to me and said, see that offer you made, it's maybe a bit too low or it's maybe, you know, it's maybe not acceptable or whatever. They've just never said anything. That shows you what's happening out there, boots on the ground. It's some estate agents didn't even bother. I'm, I'm amazed at that. Anyway, that's my wee gripe out the way. <laughs> Get it up, you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll test your systems. If you're out there watching this, I'll test your systems to the nth degree. And if you've got a fault in your systems, I will exploit that, definitely. And I'll make sure that I actually see it's something that we're not doing either. Uh, that's exactly why I do it, so we can improve our processes and our procedures in order to, in order to serve our customers as best as possible. So the, the key here is, well, you can, it can take longer, and you talked about this, Jimmy, well, you can take longer for homes to further up the chain to hit the market. Accepting an offer in your home puts you in pole position to move quickly when the moment arrives. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, there's a wonderful quote from the, Shakespeare, from the film Shakespeare in Love. Um, 
I mean, it all turns out well. Uh, nobody knows how. Uh, I mean, in reality, it's a mystery. <laughs> That's it. That's what it comes down to. It's just that it's like what happens is we put you in the position so that all the planets align at the same time in order to make that thing happen. And that's why I say to most people when I go, well, I say that to everybody when I say to them, it's like, make the commitment, put your house on the market, let's manage the sale, and in the process, you'll find that everything else will fall into place as a natural result of what you're doing. Um, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, it all starts to appear around about you. Do you think this is the laws of attraction? Definitely. I think mm -hmm. it does. I think like-minded people and people who have the same beliefs and same actions tend to group together, don't they? Yeah. I mean, that, that phrase really wasn't about, you know, anything to do with property, but it's, it's. I mean, it's a friendly reminder to have faith in the process. Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, so, you know, keeping your cool is the most essential thing, but actually getting the right advice from the right professionals and the people in the know that understand the market. I actually saw something the other day about property investment and the guy was coming on and saying, you know, you maybe think you know it all and you maybe think you know all these different strategies, but you don't know what you don't know. And that's the thing you've got to fear the most. <laughs> it's, and, and that's our job to know that. That's what it comes down to. That's why you have an estate agent. You don't have an estate agent just to sell your house. That's not the main purpose. You talked about that before, Alicia, didn't you? Yeah. And I think that's part of the process as well. You know, when you, when you find yourself in that position of really having to focus hard on what it is that you want, you find yourself opening up to a whole array of possibilities that perhaps you were close to before, you know, and you, you leave no stone unturned and you start to consider, I mean, we've ended up with a project of a house. We didn't intend to have a project, but we fell and yeah. we went to see a house just just a little bit like that you know because there because it was there and we completely fell in love um and we're so happy that we have this house that we have so uh you you have to open yourself up to perhaps looking a little bit outside the box yeah and it, and it, and, it, and it more or less just happened didn't it it just the, the planets aligned and it fell into place it made it, it happen. did it did and and you know there were moments where you know through our circumstances we thought it wasn't going to happen you think we we honestly thought oh that's just not going to happen now. And, you know, if we're, if we're going cosmic about it, everything just lined up and, and it stayed on. And we ended up with this property, even though we thought we weren't going to get it. And, yeah, yeah it was just, as you say, it's a mystery. So the, the, that's that's Roy Orbison, is it, no? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that every time somebody says certain phrases to me, music pops into my head. Different different phrases and sounds, that's, that's a weird thing, yeah? Um, so the next stage, obviously, is be open with your buyer. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, when homes are in short supply, no one will understand your position more perfectly than your buyer because they'll be having the same experience themselves in the process. They'll be delighted to have found some. Uh, they'll be delighted to have found somewhere when so little was actually available, and they're unlikely to walk away from their dream home simply because you haven't yet found yours. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the reality. So, so this is the key here. So, what's the first thing we do when we when we know and you know what's coming? What's the first thing we do? When we know that our seller does not have somewhere else to go yet, what's the first thing we usually advise them? On a buyer. We, we make sure the buyer is aware of that. and We make yeah. sure the buyer knows the timelines that we're working to. Um, and actually, nine times out of ten, your seller will be okay with that because the seller is in the same situation. The chain is the same, isn't it? But I think the further up the chain, when there's less property available, when the right one comes along, as Alicia said, 
then you're in the pole position to go, aren't you? But as long as everyone is clear on what that process is behind them that everyone's yeah. working to, I think it does all align. I was in the same situation. Jimmy and I were talking constantly. Every time Jimmy was going out and he was coming back, I was asking him, what's that house like? What's that house like? And I could feel myself starting to panic. And I thought, we are never going to find a home. Um, but actually, it then did all align and we, we've got what we wanted and we've got the perfect place. So it is about having that patience and waiting. But we had that knowledge of yeah. what was coming to market. And we had that knowledge because I had a good estate agent. And as you said earlier on, Jim, I I tried and tested others and I didn't, and I'm not saying this just because I work with this particular company, but I did not get that same service from others. I was just a number and they basically came and went. And um, James is, is watching just now and James mentions it there. He said, you know, that your example that you gave, Jim, about the agent didn't even get in touch. But, you know, when there is absolutely nothing to go at and the market goes back to normal, they'll be, they'll be ringing off the hoop to try and get business. Right. I mean, that yeah, makes the, the market's so hot that some most of the agents actually don't care and the market normalises. You know, I always say, my, my expression is, you better take care of all the people on the way up because I tell you what, you'll need somebody to take care of you on the way down because it always happens. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, don't forget the people that you actually, and look after them as well because they'll be the people that actually support you later but on. But I think it comes back to building that great relationship with your estate agent. I mean, I know that Jimmy lots of times has been going out to houses and he's come back and he said, that lady that spoke about the house that she's wanting, it's got this garden or that view or this parking. She says, I think I've found, I think I've found the right house for her. Give her a call and yeah. see if she wants to come and view this, you know. So if you can put yourself at the forefront just by building the relationships with your estate agent, then you're, you know, we think about people. We like to build relationships. We we name people by name. It's not, you know, we, we chat about people within the office. So it's great to be able to think, oh, bing, this little house that we have coming on the market is going to be perfect for that lady who needs one right now. Yeah, I mean, it's perfectly possible to agree and anticipate completion date many months in the future. You talked about it, Jimmy, eh? I mean, some of the, you know, what, what are some of the entry dates that we've managed to achieve? Yeah, so we have a lot of clients on the East McNeil purchasing and lucky homes that are new yeah. builds. Obviously, there some of them, I think the first wave's like December, then it's going March, then it's going June, July, next year um and this was this started i think they were released i can't remember about march april time um yeah. so that's 15 months in advance but people need to make sure especially when you're purchasing a new builder some people don't know the company may push you as quickly as possible to get the missive signed so yeah. you need to make sure that all your ducks are in a row um that's why people are putting their houses on the market now allowing us to manage so they don't go into rented but one of the sales that we've agreed, we've even agreed a 12-month date of entry with a deposit, non-refundable. Yeah. I used to I used to go on about the fact that I'd agreed nine month nine months entry dates. And it's like this is the this is the new benchmark. We've managed to agree a 12-month. But but not most importantly is that we've managed to secure a deposit and actually conclude missives. I think that's the most important point. Because after after eleven months, if you don't do that, then guess what? Well, I've changed my mind. It's like, wait a minute, I'm moving at my new house next week or next yeah. month. It's like and you you just walked away. It's like, no, that's that you have to make sure you're in a position. So if you're going to agree a long entry date, you conclude, you make sure you get concluded missus, but you also make sure you have a non-refundable deposit to, you know, get some skin in the game from the buyer. That's the key here. Make yeah. sure you've done that. That's perfect. It's, and it's okay to do that. The right person that wants that property will agree to that. You, it's not the case that 
whatever put them off. The reality is, guess what? They're going to pull out anyway, but they'll yeah. tell you later on because that's the that's what's going to come. Or you'll you'll realise that they you know they're, they're, the the colour of their money isn't isn't there at all. Uh, they're they're running about in the background trying to get things together. When in actual fact, um, they were trying to give you the impression up front that they had all that money in place. So there's another way to pre-qualify a buyer in order to make sure they are actually in that position to proceed. Um, and that's our job to do that. That's part of the process. So you'll have the time and the peace of mind to find the right home without feeling pressure to make that snap decision because we managed to do that for you. And and and. By being completely open at the start, you can still focus on finding a buyer who is happy and able to work with your timescale, as you've said there, Jimmy. And when giving you, while giving you the sale of one of the most valuable and solid foundations of all, and that's trust. That's it. That's it in a nutshell, really, isn't it? Um, so let's talk about staying close to home. Perry, would you like to kick off with that, staying close to home? Yeah, I think actually staying close to home is very important in regards to getting the right agent because, again, if you've built that relationship with your agent, the example that Alicia just gave and what Jimmy does is by having that relationship with your agent, your agent actually then is going to be in the strongest position to find you the next home that you're after anyway. So, you know, as long as they understand what your timeline is, what you're working to, they can manage all of that expectations. Um, and Jimmy did that for me. Jimmy actually came to me and said, I've got this perfect property that's coming on and it's right up your street, so to speak. Um, and it did work for me. Um, and I think that that's really important that you have that. Um, your home might not sell immediately either. So you've got to keep that in mind too. And you've got to work to that timeline as well. But as long as everyone's understanding of that, then it can be done. Yeah. We had that reservation with one in Pitt and Beam, didn't we? Everybody says, how's that no selling? Because it should have been away by now. And it's like, yeah. they didn't realise it was, it was a lot more to do with the entry date as well. Yeah, and actually negotiating that, but so, subsequently, we got told by several people, didn't we? It's like I will never sell for that. You're absolutely right. It sold for fifty thousand more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think it's yeah, but it's also with regards to that timeline and that patience thing. As I was saying, that there's an opportunity as well. The estate agent will know much more about what's happening in the market than you as a buyer potentially. Um, we will know of property that's coming soon, and you do that on the Sunday show, Jim, about property that's coming soon. Um, yeah. there'll, be, there'll be particular reasons why maybe the property isn't quite on the market yet, but we know it's coming. It could be that they're doing some work to the property. It could be that there's something going on in a personal situation that's delaying things. It could be that it's a part of an estate, so it's maybe going to take a little bit longer for that to come on board. So if you stay close to your agent and have a good relationship, they'll know what's coming and they'll be able to help you find it. Uh, and, and you've dropped a hint there for a lot of people watching and, and the fact that watch the weekly update that I do at 7 o'clock on a Sunday night. Because I tell you what, I tell you what's coming on the market in the next week or so. Um, all the ones that are actually lined up, were signed up, and it's ready to go on, but you actually don't see it on social media. You don't know anything about it at all, and it's actually prepared and just going through the process of coming on. So watch the Sunday show at 7 o'clock, and you'll actually get to know straight away what's coming up in the next few weeks from us. Uh, that's yeah. key here. That's even before, as I said, before pre-portal. And even, even before we actually do anything on social media, sometimes I didn't even get to the coming soon. Uh, that's another one as well. I mean, we see, you'd actually said it, we don't see homes going immediately, but perhaps the owners are, are finishing some odd jobs and preparing for photographs and maybe waiting and see how the market goes for them and looking for the next purchase. Um, that's the delay there. Um, you know, your thought process on this, Jimmy? Yeah, well, you get one chance to make uh, an impression on the market. So, um, you better that make sure it's it a good either, one. Um, you better make sure it's going to be a good one. Um, eighty yeah. percent of your interest comes through in the first two weeks. So, if you don't get it right the first time, 
but it's going to make it a lot harder job for yourself months down the line. And if it does come to the stage where you're going to have to change agent, you're going to make it even harder for everybody else. Um, yeah. So uh, making sure you take your time to get it right on the first instance is, is key and making sure that you have the right people in place for the photos, video, etc. Um, is is a must do as well. Must yeah, do. Never get a second chance to make a first good impression. Is that the is that the phrase? I'm not really sure if I've got it right. Yeah, not sure either, but that is. I know that is definitely the case. Because when people are searching, they may search once a day. If they scroll past it once, there's a good chance I've just scrolled past it again because they'll probably just go on. And the market's so limited on the market right now. Yeah. They'll probably go right move or Zoopla newly listed. They'll get to the top one, the last last one they see. They'll think I'm not going past through that, not going past that again because I've already seen all of them, but I wasn't interested. So um, yeah. that first external photo um, better be a good one. Okay, some people invite us out simply out of curiosity to get an idea of the value many months before they actually intend to sell. Either way, a phone call about um, about a ready and waiting local buyer could be an opening for them as a one-off viewing. That's key here as well, isn't it? This is the importance of priority access viewing, isn't it? Registering, th we're registering with us and can sometimes open up that avenue to actually getting a one-off viewing with someone who is waiting to come to market on the premise that you're in a position to proceed and you're ready to go and you could make an offer that they can't refuse before it actually goes to the market, before it goes anywhere. Off-market deals. It's called priority access viewing and that's where you need to make yourself put yourself in that position to do that i mean on top of those existing leads your agents can canvas the streets neighborhoods properties you'd like to live in and the specific explanation of your requirements and the buying position itself what other things can we do alicia as as buyers or as estate agents? Well, as estate agents, to find that to find that property, um, to find that property for a potential buyer, uh, and even for our, our sellers as well. You know, because our sellers sometimes, as I said, we've, we've got nowhere else to go. So, what, what what do we do and go out there? What can we do? Well, I have seen it. I've seen it quite a few times now that you know. So the, you quite often see adverts saying, "Are you thinking of selling your property? Get in yeah. touch." Estate agents always need, but if we have a buyer in mind, it's much easier for us to to target a specific locality. Um, yeah. And and I guess that's also an advantage for people who have sold their houses is that this now gives them that opportunity to explore you know, the area a bit more. We've got a lot of people who have moved sometimes from England, sometimes from further afield into Fife, especially now, because everyone wants that wonderful quality of life that Fife offers. Um, and they're coming from this area and they think they've settled on a specific area where yeah. they want to live. But we can actually say, you know what? There's this house coming on in the next village. And if you just have a little look at that next village, you just might find that it's better than the one you kind of hooked your ideas on in the first place. So um, I think we can encourage buyers to broaden their horizons while still making sure that they get all their boxes ticked. Yeah, I can I can actually take one advert and actually, and no one else can see it except someone in a specific street on, yeah. on, on social media and all the platforms. So I can actually get right down to that micro street where one advert can appear on this this is where everybody spends their life, not from the leaflet. It goes through your door, really. 
it's on their phone. It's right in front of their face because they spend most of their time on here. This is the important thing. That's why you can retarget. You can get right in front of everybody in that specific street. Only that advert. It won't appear to anybody else. And that's Absolutely. another thing we can I do. I spoke to a man the other do. day, actually, who was saying, I had dozens of leaflets through my door. Of, but I, I, it was the it was the program on right on Facebook that made me want to contact you. Yeah, you know. Um, so it, the power of social media is enormous. Light years ahead. It's like knowing trust, isn't it? It's really the fact that you you then begin to get a feel for the people that you're actually dealing with before they walk in the door. My reservation all the time is double glazing salesmen. You know that sort of thing. So when you invite somebody in the door for the first time, you know nothing about them at all. It's the fear. It's like, are they going to sign you up? Are they going to make you sign something? I know the reality is you don't need to sign something. But again, we're coming back to this false expectations appearing real. It's that genuine concern that they're going to manipulate in some sort of way in order to say, yes, I've seen it done before. I actually had to take a Kirby salesman by the neck, by the scruff, <laughs> and actually march him out the door and say, and so many unpolite words. <laughs> Kirby, God, but, you're taking this back there, Jim. <laughs> yeah, but, but literally I had to do that because he he uh, took revelation in the fact that he reveled in the fact that he could get me to say yes in any situation at all. And he, and he took great delight in that. And he actually knew I was, he knew I knew what he was doing. Uh, and I said, look, I'm not wanting to commit the now. I know what you've got. I'm happy with that. You know, just let me have a think about it. And it was like, oh, no, no, no. It's got to be now and never and all the rest of it. And I thought, no. Nah. I don't, I'm no having this. And it, and it genuinely, as I say, coming back to that, it's that fear that people have at the fact that they get someone out that they don't know uh, and, and then they could end up doing that and, and you know, put, put your house in the market. I mean, it's an unfounded fear. It's completely unfounded fear. It's just that you're just signing anything. Even if you sign, even if you sign something, you've got 14-day cooling-off period anyway by the law, under the direct sales law. So, hey, I'll sign it, phone you up the next day and say, I'm no bothered, I've changed my mind. No money changes hands at all. No commitment or anything like that. So you've got nothing to lose by getting someone out to actually assess your house. Tell you what you... I mean, it's not really about assessing your house, really. You get somebody in, and I always liken it, and that's what I say to most people that I come to see. You're interviewing me to see if I'm the person that could do the job for you. And hopefully, in this interview process, I've demonstrated that to you. That's my only purpose from today and also give you the facts and the reality of your current situation in order for you to get the best out of it completely. If, my, if that's what I can do for you, my objective has been fulfilled. At this point in time, I'm no out to sell your house. <laughs> to sell your house is a natural byproduct of giving you the best advice. Happy days. I'd be delighted to. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that's not really the approach we take either, though, is it? I mean, we're, we don't assess houses as such, although that's part of it. Of course it is, because that's the number one thing that's in there. But I think it's about assessing people's lives, isn't it? And about yeah. what it is that they're trying to achieve and what, where they're going, what their plan is. I was speaking to a gentleman the other day um, who I've made an appointment with, and he was very much, oh, but I want to see all your terms and conditions. I'm not doing anything until I've seen the terms and conditions. And I says, that's not a problem. We'll go through all of that with you. But actually, we're not coming out just to cover terms and conditions. What we're coming out to do is find out what you want to do. What is your end game? What are you looking to achieve? What journey are you on? And we hopefully can demonstrate to you that we will take you on your journey and get the best outcome for you. And it's about that rather than just signing a piece of paper on a property in bricks and mortar, isn't it? It's the whole encompassing part of their world and their lives and their families and what they need. 
I yeah. think that's right, Perry. I mean, bringing it back to the buyer, um, you know, a buyer is right to beware the estate agent who comes at you with a hard sell on a property. You know, you go and look at a property and they're trying to get you, you know, uh, moving so, so fast. The very next day, we always call back the next day. They've had a night to sleep on it. We get their feedback the next day and we talk through what was good about a property? What wasn't so good about a property? What has what that experience has changed in their minds? You yeah. know, and sometimes, a lot of the time, yeah, we've married them with the right property, and they come up with the uh, and they decide that they want to take that quite scary step forward of putting a bid in. Let's not forget, it's the biggest expenditure you're ever going to make. So taking that breath and saying yes, I want to put in a bid. Sometimes we just need to hold people's hands through that and just let them know it's all going to be okay and it, it, the minute you say yes doesn't mean you, you have a chance to change your mind if you need yeah. to but Let's if we've done our job right you won't be changing your mind good morning angela thanks for uh, joining us any questions just feel free to ask uh, james actually says meeting the clients need rather than just purely selling a property i mean that's in a nutshell isn't it i mean the other things as well about staying close to home and picking the right agent is we can often go to other agents' websites and actually source a property out with our system, mm -hmm. can't we? Absolutely. And we've done yeah. that before. You know, if you can, I, I always go back to saying what I loved about Woolworths, for example. <clears throat> I used to go into Woolworths down the high street, now I'm showing my age. And they said, I tell you what, I don't have that, but I know John Menzies up the road has it. Uh, go up there. Now, do you think I actually went back to John Menzies the next time I got something? No, I went to Woolworths every single time. Because I knew Woolworths would tell me where to go if they didn't have it. Mm -hmm. Job done. And that's effectively what we're, what we're trying to achieve here. It's like, it's the best for you as a seller and as a buyer. It's no it's no about our and fulfilling our needs. It's about fulfilling mm -hmm. your needs. Absolutely. Yeah, let's have a look at live. Let's look at live here. I love this. Um, anything could happen in the next 30 minutes. That's another show, isn't it? <laughs> I'd really show my age that Fireball XL5. Loving it. So if, can everybody see the right uh, the Zoopla? Yep. So let's look at Fife and let's look at the number of properties outside. Any any prediction on numbers up for sale on the market at this point in time? Any takers? About 506. I say 484. Oh, I was going to say 486. <laughs> right. Alicia? Well, I said 500, but uh, I guess it's, we're all Here around we go. the same region. The the, uh, it's 491. Mary, it's you. You're the closest. 491 <laughs> properties up for sale right across throughout Fife. That's mental. Now, let's look at the search. Um, let's quickly look at this show all type. Um, da, 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 da. Where's the filters? It tells me. Here we go. Let's bring in the sold ones. Um, have we got the sold ones here? Added to site, property type, property status, uh, under offer sold. Here you go. Watch this jump up. 1,738. Wow. That means there's over 1200 properties in the process of, of exchanging so what does this tell us if there's 500 on the market now there's 1200 properties that two and a half months worth of stock so if you put your house on the market now because there's 500 properties that sell every single month with estate agents that i do that on my weekly update i show everybody that so that means really in essence there's two and a half months after you've sold your house after the one month assuming on average you're three and a half months away from actually getting over the line if you put your market on the house on 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 the market today your house on the market that's the key there mm. um if that makes sense if you don't understand that process then please feel free to message us today we'll give you a one-to-one -one about that but 
But effectively, that's what it is. All that stocks in pipeline. So if you're expecting to be in by Christmas and you're not in the market, you've got no chance. Yeah. That is not going to happen. Even if you find a cash buyer that's ready to go, I transferred one of my properties in my name, owned outright, to my limited company, and it took me three months. Took me three months just to do paperwork. That's how long the solicitors are actually taking. They have got scarce resources. They need more people because of everything that's happened, because of the amount of traction that's going on, the demand in the property market. Things are selling so quick. They can't keep up, so they're having to delay things and they're having to span things out. So if you're, if you're thinking about selling now for Christmas, it's no happening. You're not getting your sofa for Christmas, by the way, either. <laughs> Just <don't point> that. <laughs> DFS isn't going to sell for Christmas. That's no possible now. You know, it's that adverts are no in now. Get your sofa for Christmas because it used to be, didn't it? Yeah, nobody's even been able to commit to that now, and even after in the new year, it's like people aren't even able to commit to that either because of that. So, it's all about getting the right advice from the right people. So, clearly, here moving further away, every stage has more buyers registered in the process than they have homes available. Many buyers wait on or, or emailing, many buyers wait on their state agent contacting them, they wait on email alerts or phone calls to hear about the latest properties. You can get ahead of them by befriending the best estate agents, enlisting their help and calling them every week to show how committed you are. What other things can we do, Jimmy? What other things can I do to get ahead of the game and be open um, and, and be in the process and, and move further away? You know, what, what can they do themselves? Well, if they know streets are, we'll cover the letters through the doors, getting themselves in the right position, registering with all the estate agents. But I think you touched on it. We do, if they come to us and we know they're in a position to proceed, I've done it four or five times when people are desperate. I've done videos saying, I've got someone looking in, I think the last one I did, someone looking in Ladybank for something on the for something on the one level, they got a budget up to 150,000. They'll consider everything in Lady Bank that, that suits that. We do that. I mean, I know I have buyers in, in my head that I deal with regularly. Like, I've just got, um, I sent them a link for something that was on the market, a cottage in, in the East Duke. Um, with another agent, I sent them the link. They're asking me details about it. It needs a lot of work. So, they're asking about end value. So, I've told them all that and they've bought it. That isn't on with me, but um, that's the relationship I've got with them. I had a, one client recently in Leven. He got cold feet in the end, but he only bought the property 12 months ago. I knew that we have someone looking for his property. And I told him, look, I've got someone for this. Let me bring them round. And he got an offer. He only bought it 12 months ago, 30,000 more than what he bought it 12 months ago for. He's got cold feet now, but that's, I think the personal relationship that we, we try and bring with our clients. Yeah. What other things can you do to circumvent this, uh, Perry, for, for a buyer um, to get in there um, before anyone else? So for me, I think the important thing is to befriend your estate and make sure that they understand what you're looking for. I have yeah. one lady, I don't know if you're watching just now, Kat, I'm sure you probably are, and if not, you'll watch later. But every single week, Kat and I are communicating. <laughs> Kat will see the coming soon. She'll watch the, the Sunday show and will be right on to me to say, Jim's mentioned this in the show, Perry, what's that house going to be like? Or if, if I've identified that it's one that she likes, I'll just ping her a message to say, we've got one coming on. I think it's ideal for you. It ticks all your boxes. What, what do you want? And it's about staying constantly in touch with your agent as well. So as a buyer, when there is limited stock, as we've just demonstrated, that's really, really important for you to get what you want to get. 
we understand our seller circumstances as well. So we will know if our buyer fits to our seller, not just the property, but actually the circumstances around it. So it's so important that you've got that trusted relationship with them so they can guide you through it and, yeah. and keep that momentum going. Thanks, Susan makes a very valid point. I'm in St Andrews, three beds and semi-detached, two adults and can't afford to downsize here. Lived here all my life. I mean, that's a dilemma for people in St Andrews. Um, it was actually quite surprising, Susan. I, I was sourcing for uh, one of my um, sellers um, over in Largo Ward. I was sourcing into the St Andrews area. And we noticed Garbridge was the perfect example with the Persimmon home site. Um, and it says on their website, there's homes available for sale. So we contacted them and uh, they're sold out. <laughs> so does, does, does nobody update their website like? Um, as, as for some no, and I, and I was quite surprised because there's a lot of them up for sale on their site, but they're actually not updating them. So um, it's in the knowledge and understanding what happens before it happens. But Alicia, I think there's a whole lot of homes um, due to be released in St Andrews, isn't there? Yeah, I think there's a lot of new houses being built around the Madras School. Um, so you know, the, if you if you look, the Heden um, and Scotia are. Yeah, uh, are building a lot of houses at the moment. So um, yeah, collaboration at the moment to make that happen, and also quite a lot of affordable as well at the same time, isn't it? I think it's a third of the a third of the houses being built there are affordable. Yeah, I mean the agents most associated, and also the one ones I would think is contact agents most associated with the type of property you're actually looking for. Um, you know, if you're looking for a flat, look for the bargain basement box shifters. You know, that's the reality. If you're looking for investment properties, bargain basement box shifters, volume agents, volume agents sell a lot of property. If you're looking for the unique one-offs, you contact agents that are, are, are the unique one-offs to specialise in certain markets. Um, the coastal properties, the St Andrews market, the Leaving market. The um, So it depends on what market you're looking for. Um, but probably pick an agent if you're wanting them to do a lot of work for you. Pick an agent is actually as probably not volume because it's the classic example is like you know you know the experience i just got when i put in three offers i've never even got a reply from any of them um and you know i'm, I'm still gobsmacked i'm still going to still wait and i'm going to talk every single week <laughs> i made uh i made a call for an agent um, i was actually i went out and valued one of your school friends jim's pro properties i went out and made a call he said he's interested in a new build somewhere in life can you arrange a viewer for me jimmy because i'm not sure what i'm doing okay called them up, so I was asking questions about it, when the bill's going to be complete. Um, I said, is there a deposit? She didn't know, so she had to call me back on that. I said, is it refundable? Um, she didn't know that. Called me back, um, and a viewing time, and I've still, not about, I've still never had a call back. Jeez, that's mental, eh? It's like, you know, but it's, it's the whole thing about on a rising market, it's like you get a lot of people just like the, the ride the wave, they're nearly bored, but but when when the tide goes out, we're all going to see who's been swimming naked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till it happens. It's going to happen at some point. <laughs> I, I, think think also... a, I think that's a, a brilliant phrase. It's the reality. It's like, you know, when it when it all goes to the wall, we're going to see who's who's the ones that are actually still survived after it. You know, we we've luckily we've managed to get through the credit crunch when everybody else has been a casualty more or less. Um, so so I've been we've been quite fortunate in that, but it's actually been tailor made to other people, and it's the key here. Uh, your selling agent can also uh, help your chances. It's a classic example as well by putting in a good word for you. Um, we have a, we have good relationships with some other agents, don't we? In, in the St Andrews area, I mean, I know I know a few of them, and I, actually, we we I can talk to them. Uh, no bother and individually all the time and and they talk to me about properties that we've got coming up 
um, in order to make sure that we put ourselves in the best position to proceed further forward um, and often to find out about properties that are coming on the market way before anybody else knows. Um, because I've known I've known these agents for years and years and years and I have a good relationship with them and we can trust each other. I think that's the most important thing as well. You know, it's that typical example about you, you're competing against with me. But, well, let me say it publicly. We compete against no one. The only people we are competing against is ourselves to be better the today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow and in the future than we were today. That's the only people we are competing against. We're not competing against any other estate agents. It's all about improvement every single day to get that compounded result at the end, to deliver that first-class service. Get on my soapbox now. <laughs> uh, I think that's very important what you say there. Like, um, to be honest... I think the other guys will be the same. I couldn't give a monkeys about what the other guys are listing and, and whatever they do. All, all we care about is getting our sellers and buyers in the homes that they want. Yeah, what, what do you want? Right, I'm off. I'm going to find it. Um, take time as well. This is out to everybody out there. Take time as well when you when you speak to an estate agent. Take time to let them understand your needs. If it takes 20 minutes, if it takes 30 minutes, sit and explain to them and let them understand your needs. This is the key here. Don't sit and say, I've no time. I've only got 30 seconds. I just want to give you my email address and my number. That is absolutely no good. We cannot find you anything out of that. You need to You need to take time. This is your biggest tax-free asset, remember. This is your biggest wealth creation tool for your retirement because most people sink all their money in their house they build it up to a point where they go, okay, I can downsize it, I can release all that equity, and I've got something to live on for the rest of my days, coupled with my pension to supplement it. That's mm -hmm. what a lot of people do. So why on earth would you well, why on earth would you concentrate that down at the point of inquiry to 30 seconds to say to someone, there's my email address, there's my there's my telephone number, and that's the end of the conversation. Just tell me when yeah. something comes up. I know. Yeah. It's true. Uh, well, I'll tell you what's come up. I've got a spot on my face. That's come up. You know, uh, will I tell you about that? Because <laughs> that's, that, that's effectively the conversation I've just had. It is a difficult one, Jim. And actually, Alicia and I come across it quite often in our working day. Um, when new people register with us, sometimes they do find it quite intrusive what we're asking. Um, and they feel, well, why do you need to know that? Why is that important to you? And I said, I, I need to know it because it's important to you. It's not important to me. If you want me to help you, then I need to know all of these things to deliver what you're needing. I think that's the same experience I sometimes you get it as well, Jimmy, when you walk into somebody's house and you go, kind of, what are you thinking about your property, about the value? Well, that's what you're here for, <laughs> to tell me the value. And it's like, and I just say, it's not a competition. <laughs> it's, no, it's not a see who gets closest to the mark here. It's like, I'm here to manage your expectations, to help you understand this is where the market is based on my, my based on the vast knowledge I have and the vast experience I have and know what you've learned from your pal down the pub. And, and what you think your house is worth, it's a million pounds, when in actual fact it's only 250,000. Um, but that's how people act. It's like some people actually genuinely think this is a competition to see who's going to get the valuation right. It's like, well, I know I've got my valuation right. If you're not on the same page as me, guess who's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> um, so so it's, it's getting the right person to give you that right information, to get that right advice, to help you move on to find your dream home. This is what this is all about. 
You want to find your dream home, we're going to make it happen. Alicia, you want to jump in here, you're desperate. Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking that that's, that's exactly right. And, and, and yes, the estate agent is there. And I was just thinking about that, that person that you talked about that just wants to give you their phone number and their name. And they're always in a rush. It's almost like they've got too much to think about. Uh, in the buying of a home to actually think about buying a home, if you see what yeah. I mean. So, But another tool that we all have it, 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 as, as home buyers is the community pages on Facebook. So I see a lot, I mean, quite a few community pages, and I see a lot of people saying, I'm moving to this area and I really need a house. And you don't know these people, they're all strangers, but by goodness, Facebook is full of people that want to help. And right. suddenly someone will say, oh, a five properties board went up in my street this week. Yep. It's a two bed semi, or, you know, I saw a board and, and actually it shows, really shows the importance of boards. Actually, the, the, the advertising board outside your house is vital because on social media, all your neighbors are gonna be say, talking about that house that's for sale. And yeah. it's a great advertising tool. My one, my one reservation about community pages, for God's sake, don't ever say to someone, I'm looking to sell my house because you'll be in and out with people. And then what's going to happen is they'll want to see your house. They'll be will wait you every two minutes. Want to see your house. It's not match fit. It's not ready. It's not prepared. It's not in the best light. And you never get a second chance to create a good first impression of that's what the phrase is again. I keep going back to saying that. So what's going to happen is you tell everybody about your house that's coming up for sale. You're going to be putting it on them with the agent. I don't care what agent you put it on with, but you're not doing them any justice. Because what you're doing is you're you're almost saying to everybody, here's my house in, for want of a better word, the shitty state it's in the now, uh, before I actually get it finished for the photographer. Um, and you can have a look at it now. It's like, awesome. Your it's house like, becomes a visitor do? attraction. When your house comes on the market. When your house comes on the market, when it finally comes on the market, if they've seen it for the first time, it's out of their mind now. They're not interested in looking at it anymore because they've seen it already. You've shown them oh, yeah. the worst light ever. And then you're trying to then get the agent. And then you turn to your agent and go, how come my house isn't selling? How come I've not got the inquiries I've got? I've spoken to all these people in social media, but they were wanting to see it. I says, well, effectively, you've blown them all out of the water before they yeah. even got in the door. They're not coming to see it because you put them off. I had a client in Leaven. She it was um, a violation inquiry from somewhere. Um, we got her talking. She was interested in probably another agent. She said, oh, I'm actually put a Facebook post up on um, to see if my house would have any interest on it. And she said, oh, I'll send you the link before you come out and see my house. And she put the value up there. And I thought, this house is immaculate. And I looked at the value that she's got to advertise for. I thought, no, I need to look at this right now. This was on a Saturday morning as well. So I went and quickly had a look at some comparables. I had to call her back up and said, get that down. It's tw at least 20,000 under where it should be. And I've not even seen it yet. Yeah, so she's effectively losing 20 grand before she walks in the door. Somebody comes along and buys it privately and they go, yeah, beauty, I've locked in a game. I tell you what, I can just resell it and flip it now. I can yeah, sell it to the next person. It's like that, it's interesting. And, uh, I overheard a conversation the other day that Jimmy was having with someone um, and it was about a value of a house and this gentleman was getting his house valued and was then told what the value was and was very unhappy about that. And it was only because he'd agreed a private deal. And actually, the value was substantially more than the private deal that he'd agreed. Yeah. So, you know, don't 
to service yourself as well in regards to what your potential can be for the property that you've got. So it's not only just the impact of people seeing it before it's ready, yeah. but actually you're impacting your end result and what you may achieve financially for yourself for your future as well with a house. I have a friend recently, uh, the house that we she sold for, she sold three years ago privately, and I told her do not sell that privately. Unfortunately, it did fit, it did fit what she wanted because that's what some people do. I said, don't, let me put it on the market. She said, no, no, I've got a deal. I'm going to do that. Was very nervous, sold it privately. And three years later, it's doubled in value and the boys sold it. <laughs> yeah, sold it for double the price three years later. Gutted. Uh, and, and it's like, and, and for me, um, I'm gutted because I obviously didn't do that a good job of convincing her that she should have sold it with us. And um, so it, 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 I know I shouldn't do it, but I kind of put it on me in the fact that maybe I should have been more forceful. Maybe I should have done it. I liken it to almost like, you know, if you know somebody needs medicine to stop them from dying, how hard will you try to make sure to get that medicine? You will do everything within your power. And and that's kind of how I look at my responsibility. Um, uh, I'll be doing a quote from Spider-Man with great responsibility comes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let move on, Jim. <laughs> so, so final option. Increasing your options, I think we're going on to now, Jim. Increasing your options. No, absolutely right. We're way off the tangent. <laughs> um, style, size, the location are the main qualities that most attract us to search by, but often out of habit. While everyone else has a list of non-negotiables, it's worth exploring where you're flexible. I mean, the home is a classic example. Because there are homes that don't yet uh, uh, don't yet offer everything you need, but have potential for modernising, reworking, or extending. We've we've had this recently with quite a few. Can actually extend out the side, out the back, out the front, and you could end up with somewhere that's truly tailored to your life. If if you look at that opportunity, that's your job to see that for you as well. Unless you have con uh, controversial plans, obtaining building regulations or plan permission doesn't have to be a hassle. Um, particularly if so uh, similar homes nearby have already been successfully extended. There's a precedent there straight away. If you've got a home that has land out the side and you've got more than 100, meters of 100 square metres of activity space outside of that and off-street parking, then you can extend um, and, it, and it shouldn't be a problem if other people have done something similar. Mm -hmm. Countless people spend many happy years in a place they've never expected to buy. So if your search is focused on a particular period style, try viewing by space and design an unexpected gem that could actually be just around the corner. Um, what other things can, can increase the options? I think you've hit the nail on the head there in regards to that extension piece and how you feel about it. Because, I mean, I was searching for property for some time um, and Jimmy found th this property for me. And... It doesn't tick every single box that I have, but one of the things that we did when we came to view the property was look at everything else that was in the street and we could see what other people had done. And it's got a big garden, it's got the space. I didn't think I would buy a house like this, but actually I love it and feel really settled here already. Yeah. And in the springtime, I know I can change it because other people in the street have done that. So we can do that extending. We can make it how we want it to be and still do it in a way that suits us better yeah. in, a, in a family way. Um, this and brings me nicely on to exactly what you were talking about, Perry, um, what you're moving, you're moving from leaving to methyl. It's like location, isn't it? See the yeah. amount of people actually, you know, there's people I go out and say, have you ever considered leaving? What? Leaving? You're having a laugh. It's like, are you joking? It's almost half the price of what mm -hmm. you've got. You're sitting telling me, you're screaming at me, you're wanting to retire, you're needing the money to, to, to retire and actually have a quality of life. And then you're saying to me, I've got to spend it all again on the next house where I am. It's like, hey, move down the road. You can't take it with you. Just 
just release it and spend it and have a great time. Leave it mm-hmm. as actually a fantastic option. Glen Roth is another fantastic option. Cooper's another fantastic option. They've all got different price points. So location, don't be strictly bound to saying that oh, it's got to be there. I love St Andrews. A classic example. I love St Andrews. I love visiting St Andrews. I love being in St Andrews. I love everything there is about St Andrews. But I tell you what, I'm not going to pay the astronomical price for St Andrews because if I was to put my house in St Andrews, it'd be over a million, and I won't pay over a million for a property. That's 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 not in my psyche. I would rather invest that money in property and actually make money while I grow rich at the same time. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. No, but um, location, location is a big thing, though, Jim, and I think you're right with that. Um, we've actually got another colleague whose brother's done exactly that. He was trying to buy through another agent, and actually it just wasn't working for them, and they've changed their mind completely, bought a different property that was listed with ourselves. It just yeah. happened. But they're doing that. It didn't deliver everything that they wanted, but they said, well, actually, it's in a slightly different area, and, yeah, it doesn't quite have what that one had. But when we do it and we move it, and as we grow with our family, because that's not a downsize situation, but when they grow with their family, the house can grow with them because they've got the space to do that. So actually, it doesn't take all the boxes for the future, but it will do when they're ready for to make it happen. Okay, so quick wrap up then. Alicia, some things you could increase your options from then. Well, I guess it's just about not having that tunnel vision, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, so so yes, Barry's talked about is it adaptable, but are you perhaps focusing on, for example, wanting to be really close to work i want to work live and work in the same town yeah. well work is ev- work is important but it's not everything so maybe if you just extend that journey by an extra five minutes your weekends could be amazing because you could be in leaven near the coast on the on the coastal path near the beach know. you know uh, and and the downtime that you have when you're not working could be completely transformed yeah. so think a little I mean, bit the way, the way i look at it is like i have a i have a all open to me within 20 minutes 20 minutes driving anywhere, I could be along the East Nuke, I could be along where it's St Andrews, I could go cycling anywhere I want, I could go running anywhere I want, I'm right next to the beach, I'm right next to the golf course, I'm right next to the swimming pool, I've got everything going, there's over £100 million worth of investment, there's a new train station going in 2024 into leaving, it's like wow, this is a real boom area, the restaurants like Agenda and all the things that are popping up are down the front and, and all the investment is coming as a a, a combination of that um, makes it a really attractive proposition for a lot of people because it is a coastal, it is a coastal town. That's the key. And I, I think that's also advantageous as a buyer to look to the future. Yeah. So you might be looking in an area right now, you know, for <coughs> St Andrews is a great example. Right now, St Andrews is gorgeous and all the houses are beautiful and they are all full of character, And but they're all astronomically priced. Whereas yeah. you look at other areas and you can clearly see that those areas are on the way up. So well, if you buy there, your house is going to be worth a lot more in a couple of years. Quick example, two-bedroom flat, uh, lo- ex-local authority flat and leaving 70 grand, Jimmy? Yeah. St Andrews, 230. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same flat, different location, half an hour away. Wow. Um, I can't where I would be picking because I could get three of these flats and earn more money than I could for the one in St Andrews. That's the way I think. Anyway, that's it, guys. Uh, wrap up time. Um, so final words on this. Perry. For me, it's work-life balance, be flexible, but you need to take the leap of faith to get yourself in pole position first, or Excellent. it won't happen at all. Yeah, I would say get yourself in a position to go and then make sure that you're consider all all options. When I go and tell people, when I go buy your homes, they tell me what they're looking for. I said, well, first of all, you need to be in a position to be proceed so people take you seriously. 
But my advice has been to view everything. Right. Everything and everything. Build a great relationship with your estate agent. Excellent. Thanks. Making That's very short and sweet. Perfect. <laughs> well, time is of the essence. Um, we're wanting to get on Instagram, so we'll have to be under an hour. Uh, despite the uncertainty of having a buyer not yet finding your next home, there are plenty of other options to explore, even if on the surface it seems like there are none. This is why it's key to speak to a specialist estate agent. You need to speak to someone. You don't know what you don't know. That's key in this conversation. You want to find your next dream home, and we're going to make it happen. And bye-bye from us, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, all. See Bye, you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.